Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. I was having lunch with some of the family yesterday on our way back from our anniversary trek, and my niece Sarah is going to be a senior in high school. I remember helping to teach her to drive when she had just turned 16 and they were visiting here. I remember not long ago when she was just a little girl, and it's hard to believe she's going into her final year of high school and she's not going to school. Well, at least not as we call school anymore, because we all now know of the virtual schools. And as I was looking in my own home area of St. Louis, it seems that most of them are doing full virtual high schools, so as not to even risk infecting anyone with the virus. I know it's not very common among young ages, but still it seems if there is only one or if there is one chance of losing one life and it's your child, you would definitely say it was worth it. So I'm just glad that I'm not teaching anymore because I don't know what I could do if I couldn't hug my students and hear them and see them and see all of the reactions and, you know, just to be in that personal space that we can't do anymore. So how can you help your child adjust? How can you encourage one that's going back to a virtual school, especially if it's their last year of school? And like many of our seniors last year found out, including my nephew out in Washington, you don't get to have a prom. You didn't get to have a graduation as you knew it. But things still change and they still go on. Isn't that amazing? So I used to do a program called How to Help Your Child Succeed at School, at Home, at Life. Well, it's kind of obsolete now because it's talking about going to the school, dealing with the teachers, dealing with, you know, the classroom situations. And all I can say is the best part of this program was dealing with your child or your student and it's in a four-part series. We call it the four F's being firm, fair, friendly, and faithful, and then dealing with the person as you do yourself, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. So if we didn't have any other opportunity to help anyone but ourselves or our child, or if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, or if you're a grandparent, the best that you can do is to encourage that young person or yourself to get more physically fit. Now, do we all need this? Yes. Do I need to lose some more weight? Yes. Do I need to eat healthy? Yes. Do I need to get more sleep? Yes. We know all of these things, but if we can't do them ourselves, we can at least help encourage our loved ones to do so, can't we? <laughs> I know. 
And then what about the homework? What about kids who are doing online learning, learning where they're actually the ones that are setting their own standards and goals? They're filling in their own blanks. They're grading themselves. It's certainly not like days of old, but we could involve them in many ways in our own lives to be more committed, to check their homework, to encourage them, to ask about their classes, talk to them. And we may feel very awkward doing that at first, and especially if you're helping a third or fourth grader with math and you're saying, I don't even know what they're talking about. How can I help them? Well, you may not be able to help in the math realm, but you can certainly encourage and motivate and compliment them on what they're doing and how they're sticking to it. And these are things we all know, but when you break it down and put it forth into what you can really do to help that young one these days, I think it also fits to help the older ones these days. Those of us in our 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s still need motivating. My mama, age 95, and I are doing a Bible study together that we're doing virtually online starting this fall because it was canceled for the in-person form, just like the students' classrooms are. So, Older people have to learn how to use Zoom, and we have to learn how to use the computer and how to write in answers that maybe people in their 90s, like my mom, would have just done by hand. And she still can. Of course she still can. Emotionally, sometimes this is where we can really help the most. Because, you know, a lot of times kids need feedback. And if they can't get it one-on-one specifically at a certain time from a teacher, you may be able to be there as a parent or a counselor, as a friend, as a grandparent, and to help them with their self-esteem and to certainly help them with their communication styles. You can also give them some examples, yes, even from the old days, And you may not know that you're the role model of the one that you're helping. I know we can't do group involvement like the extracurricular as it used to be, but we certainly can with our loved ones. And we certainly can even through Zoom or FaceTime one-on-one. Whatever it is that you're able to do, do it to the best of your ability. And the one area where kids seem to be lacking the most these days, yes, you knew I would get to this, the spiritual. We were staying at a hotel in, on, the, on a private beach, and uh, the lady that was at the front desk was young. She was probably in her early 20s. And my husband asked her, um, so this weekend, will you be going to church? And she said, oh, I probably haven't been in church in maybe two times in my whole life. And he blurted out, oh, my goodness, what a shame. (laughs) And she looked at him and she said, well, I'm Jewish. And then he thought, oh, well, she wouldn't be in church, would she? But how do we talk to people that are Jewish? Or how do we talk to people that have never been in a church? And yes, there are kids of parents, and the parents have never been in a church. So The kids usually haven't been either. If you're an older person who does have strong faith or a younger person, even a 
coworker or a child. You may be a young person listening to this, and you do go to church, and you do want to talk to your friends about Jesus, maybe the Ten Commandments, maybe a church play that you're still able to have. Maybe it's something virtually online that you're doing that you wanted to ask their help. You can fill that empty void by giving them the best part because the heart of a child is so young and malleable at this point. You know, the Bible talks about having a hardened heart. And it's easy to have a hardened heart through this crisis we've been in and to just say, why is it even worth it? Well, it's well worth it in the life of a child. Jesus even said, suffer the little children, let them come unto me. And he said, it's better for those who harm children to have a millstone tied around their neck and throw them out into the sea. That's pretty harsh, isn't it? But maybe you aren't doing anything harmful to a child, but are you doing anything to help a child? There may be a child next door or one who has moved away you could get in touch with. You could FaceTime, Facebook. Maybe there's even one who is listening that you would just like a spiritual partner. What about a child? What about someone that comes to mind, the grandchild of a loved one next door or a friend or a family member? You may be the one that needs that extra help, that extra encouragement or motivation. There's one place you can certainly go. And if you can teach a child how to pray and take their problems to the Lord, you have taught them the best thing they will ever know for their entire life. And you want to give a gift this year for graduation or even for the beginning of school? The bestseller of all times is the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, Basic Instruction Before Leaving Earth. Yes, you may have heard that, but it really is. Why not help that young person? Give them a children's Bible. How about that teenager? Give them scriptures for the teens, how to be motivated, how to get through your teen years based on God's Word. There are so many things online. Search and see. Everybody can do something. And when you have helped out in the life of a child, you have helped out for the future to come. We don't know what that's going to be like, but God does. So there you go. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for sticking with me. I'd like to say a prayer for those of you dealing with children, those of you who have opportunities to do that. Father God, thank you that someone was there for us when we were children. Thank you for every teacher, every parent, every grandparent that poured their love and their prayers into us. God, thank you there are those that we will never forget that made an impression on our little lives, on our young teen lives, those who were there when maybe we felt others had left us or had left us alone or on our own. And thank you, God, that we now get to be the encouragement and the motivation for that one who needs you. And my God will never leave you nor forsake you as you may be there for that one who needs you right now. A niece, a nephew, next door, grandchild. God bless you, my friend. And pray, pray, pray for that young one. They need it like never before. And Jesus said, bring them unto me. 
Thank you for listening to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. I'll be back next Sunday as well. God bless. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.